Today's program has been brought to you by the Heritage Meat Shop, located in the historic Essex Street Market in New York City. For more information, visit heritagemeatshop.com. Broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to heritageradionetwork.org. Hey, we're back here, morning after. Um, we got some great guests in the studio. Jenny Brittenbauer from Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. And our friend of the network, in the network, one of the top-rated shows here, Jimmy Carbone, Beer Sessions Radio, also owner-proprietor of Jimmy's number 43. Hi, Jason. Hi, guys. Thank you. Hey. Welcome. Um, you know, I've, had a, I've been away for about four weeks. I don't Jimmy, have you ever taken that long of a break here on, on the, the network, or...? It, 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 I have Jones for it if I'm away from it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm back. And actually, uh, I wanted to read because I was the uh, one of the, the later hosts to, uh, to sign up for um, Heritage Radio Network. I'm a member now. Um, thanks so much for becoming a member of the HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Your membership card is enclosed, which I have here, nicely laminated. We also have included a list of the most updated membership benefits and discounts. Um, and I want to say thank you to Erin Fairbanks, Executive Director, Erin and Jack, and of course Patrick Martins. And she said on here, P.S., you have the coolest number, 555, is on my card number. Uh, sitting directly across from me is our good friend of the show, Jen Tullock. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. How are you, Jen? I'm fantastic. I have a Bloody Maria. Yeah. I'm wearing my favorite shorts. They're high-waisted. Did you miss me? Forgiving. While, did you miss me while I was gone? I missed you. Pam and I held it down that episode, but there was, um, I will say, a chasm in my heart, a black chasm. Yeah, I was, um, the first weekend I spoke to you guys, I was in um, Breezy Point, um, and then the second weekend I was in the Bahamas. Um, well, that's so an upgrade. Yeah, well, well, I don't want to lose either ha- those places. So no, it was it was a I'd say a, a lateral movement in beaches. But um, I don't know if anyone's been to the Bahamas or been to Atlantis or anything. I don't think that necessarily people that go to Atlantis listen to this network or possibly <laughs> listen to the show. But it's a strange. Uh, it's it's a really cool, a very efficient. If you're an operations person like myself, it's an extremely efficiently run but extremely expensive place. Did you have any exotic cocktails? I only had one drink the entire time I was there. I had a uh, pina colada. Um, nice. Uh, and for two reasons. One, I just needed to relax. And two, they were that expensive that I was like, why? It's not even worth getting drunk here. Um, but I did have a great time. It was fun. It's nice to be back in the studio with everybody. Um, uh, do you? Do we, do we have a uh, Yelp thing going on? Yelp? I, we do. So a couple of weeks ago, I had the pleasure of, of co-hosting with the lovely Pam Stubbs. And uh, Pam and I were talking about this this little viral video situation that's going on. A couple of actors film themselves reading in dramatic fashion some of the more colorful Yelp reviews. So we decided to take that one step further and invite uh, a dear friend of mine, Dame Joan Plowright, the Baroness Olivier, uh, an actress of epic proportions, into the studio today with us to uh, give our own rendition. Okay, great. Um I think in episode, if you go back to the morning after archives, episode three or four, and this stuff has probably been done forever, but uh, we did have a, a, a Yelp reviewer in studio. We invited him in studio to defend his Yelp review. How did that go? Well, it was uh, the fact that no one w- took him serious was, you know, and he was in here thinking, you know, 
doing you know defending his medium like he ordered a steak medium and it came out medium rare and all this other stuff um, the, now, the people didn't get to him fast enough all that crap the, a former guest of this program um, Joe Santiago uh, of Joe's Johnny yeah, Johnny, Johnny Santiago. Santiago I'm so yeah, sorry it's okay. I'm sure people do that all of the time to him I'm sorry Johnny um <laughs> Made oh. <laughs> made a little splash because he responded to a bad Yelp review um, and basically ripped this girl to shreds and was like, you are an idiot, and this is why my restaurant is awesome. And I was like, good for you, man. I, I feel like, I mean, whatever. I was just reading that this morning because I was researching, and I was on Yelp, and I saw that Eater did a little piece on it. It was really funny. It's strange. We do, but we do live in a little, our little New York, our little restaurant, our little New York, our little bubble. Because the fact of the matter is, it's there is a large group of people that do stuff like the people that walk in with um, like dining cards. Sometimes, you know, outside of New York, <clears throat> a lot of people are looking for those deals, and they go to Yelp. And you know, if you do go to a city that you never you've never been to, I have to say I do go on Yelp and look and see sure. what you know what it is, unless it's something that's covered, you know, like Portland or you know or um, Columbus. Um, you you know, can spot <clears throat> though. You can spot an, an evil would be yelper from a mile away because i mean i work in the industry and i've and have for years i've waited tables since i was you know basically in the gestation period and you could see the fire in a person's eye when they come in and they're like i am here to hate you yeah i am i am here for you to fail Yeah, yeah so it is it has become this funny sort of cheeky thing in the industry and and elsewhere of i mean before obviously it's it's a really helpful reference but it's also a fun form of entertainment well, let's hear from the baroness and then we'll take a break we'll come back we'll talk to jimmy let's do it javier g writes let me whip it out to take a much deserved pp on the rotting bloated corpse of this business when I originally had my first run-in with this business, I was pretty hot up for some barbecue. This place also looked pretty good, and man did it fail hard in delivering anything remotely good. Half of the items were slightly cold as well. Upon my bad review, which was around two stars, I got harassed by the store owner and various other white knights rushing to the place's defense, telling me things that ranged from, you have never been there, to you just don't know good food pretty much treated their customers like crap. And it shows now that a sign was posted saying, on vacation, back soon, and yet the place is empty. Good riddance. Good riddance, I say. Too bad. Barbecue rubbish. <laughs> and L writes, Five points from me and my boyfriend. Today was my second visit to Beyond Sushi, and I think an addiction is developing. <laughs> I have tried the spicy mang, mite mushroom, my current favorite, and the Harry Cat. The flavors go extremely well together, and the sauce they incorporate into each roll is divine. I am not a vegan foodie, but this place is beyond vegan and sushi. It is just damn good food. Def, a must try. Def. Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk to Jimmy.
back morning after. Sing to my right, Jimmy Carbone, Beer Sessions Radio. Jimmy, we have two things in common. What's that, Jason? One, we both have a show on the network, and we're both Italian-Americans. And we both have the initials JC. Yes, which when people say it, you seem ex- extremely uh, entitled. You're being compared <laughs> to a great figure in the history of the world. Um, <clears throat> but talk Julius to me, Caesar or... I was thinking more. Jesus. Of, I was thinking more of the the Jewish of the two. Oh yeah. Um, so talk to me through your starting here at the network and where have you seen it? Since we're network focused today, with everything that's going on um, from the beginning to where you are now, where we are now. Well, the I'm excited to be here today. Tonight is the the benef- the members only party. It's it's the first real benefit that Heritage Radio Network's done. They're five hundred one c three. When it first started about three years ago, some cool people that I knew, like uh, Ann Saxby, Kathy Irway, they had their shows, and I I always thought, wow, this this is an amazing network to have people like that. And Rachel Wharton, even in the old days, Josh Zersky, he had a show. And uh, one trader. winter, yeah, trader. I met uh, I met Patrick at an event. And I came on the main course once or twice, and then I said, you know, I, I want to do a beer show. And um, they were really open about it. Um, and next thing you know, we had a show. And, and now we're, we've been on for two and a half years. And it's grown. And following, you know, when, when I first started, when we first started the morning after, I would always jump on iTunes to see where we were and rated in terms of, like, how many hits we got and things like that. Um, and one of the things I would always notice was there were so many, every week I would see a new beer show. Um, and I'm not saying comparing that to you, you have a beer show, but like there is a lot of competition out there. Uh, how does Beer Session sort of separate itself? Um, it's easy because we don't really listen to any other shows. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. I mean, we live in the moment. You know, yeah. I, I have a bar and, and I'm involved in the beer scene, craft beer scene. So we always have, whether it's authors, you know, brewery people, reps, you know, brewers themselves. Uh, we just try to like populate the show with. Uh, the cool people from and you have the access. To, scene. It's like it's like the Tonight Show, beat moving out to LA. And and you get access. We have access here to people. If you come on our show afterwards. We have dinner at Roberta's. That's part of the hook. That's part. That's part of the deal. So coming out to that Roberta's and having dinner. At first, I thought it was it was going to be a challenge to get people to come out to Bushwick. Um, but it, it, it hasn't been a challenge. And everybody loves to come out here, and we always have dinner together. And Katie Kiefer's walking by outside. And we're sitting here in the window. There's something special about being in the studio for me, um, the great people that are here, and Jack Inslee has been so great, and Patrick, and now Aaron Fairbanks. And um, I just have to say that I, I would be a member if I wasn't. I'm, I'm a member, too. I have my membership card. What number are you? Uh, i got to pull it out. Number one, number five. <laughs> I'm somewhere in there. But in the beginning? <laughs> I had to pay, too, though. I had You know, you have to pay yeah, for your so membership. Was, yes, it is. There's different levels. I think entry level is $60, and then it goes up from there, depending on if you want to own the network or not, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you want access and, and different things like that. But uh, interesting um, beer producers now that are happening, I mean, being a buyer, um, a, a beverage buyer, about two years ago, a lot of the names that were coming through for me were I think I think called Empire, and then um, what was the other one? Uh, they do the Liquid Gold. Yeah, uh, Captain Lawrence. Yeah. There, there's some good ones. One thing, I, I also produce events, so uh, by doing the show, I, I also do beer events. So yesterday at, at Rockaway Beach, we produced an event called Barrels and Kegs. And um, we had about 20 breweries out there. And the ones that really, most people are interested in the new breweries. There was Carton, which is based in Atlantic Highlands, New they're Jersey. Good. They, they're good. They're good. to serve that. Yeah, really Barrier good. Brewing, which is, it's, it's three years old and has expanded, but that's still a new brewery. They're from Oceanside, Long Island. Uh, Rock is actually Rockaway Brewing. They actually make the beer in like a little office in uh, Queens in Long Island City. You know, those are the guys that everybody wants to try. You want to try the, the, the new small breweries. 
Isn't there a, I don't know if I read this and it didn't go through and it was something that was being planned. There is an actual state subsidy if you produce beer in New York now that didn't exist before or in the city. I, or I, I don't know the laws, but definitely <clears throat> if you're producing beer in New York City and you're like a microbrewery under like 5,000 barrels yeah. or something like that, you've got a lot of advantages selling in-state. So you're able to self-distribute if you want. People can go to your brewery and get growler fills. That's as well as if you want to sign with a distributor, you can do that too. So it's it's New York State is it's a pretty good place to start a small brewery, and you have the market of New York City, which is what everybody wants to get to. And guests, you were talking about getting guests and stuff. And uh, how many do you like to do? I mean, our philosophy here is we always like to stack the deck and just have a lot of just content because just getting people to sit and listen to anything. Whether it's their Mad Men or whatever favorite show it is, they still have to specifically organize that in their day. So we try to get value in terms of like listening to our shows. Do you? Do you? I, I, I walked in the room today and I, it's like oh, it's Jason and, and Jenny and Jen and this is great. I, I like the same philosophy. I like having a full house. I have someone. Uh, it's not just me. Briel Connor is the producer of my show, Beer Sessions Radio, and we've worked together since the beginning. We had worked together before doing some blogs and things so she's as much a part of the success um she's usually booked about a month out and does she also yell, does she ever yell at you uh no we're, we're pretty good oh, okay. pretty good she, she does her job really well and um but we i have to say my my dear friend ray Dieter was was one of the first co-hosts that i had and he was also kind of a partner in the show and he died last last year sadly and another guy sam merritt who had been on some of the main course shows with patrick he was also one of our early co-hosts. So we, we've always tried to build a kind of a good collaboration, kind of like you had with the Baroness, uh, which was pretty Man, awesome on so radio. She's, well, she's, she's incredibly quiet. expensive. You're very quiet over there, Talk. What's going on? What kind of beer are you drinking I'm these just, days? Oh, You're, man, all kinds of beer. You know, I, I was just, we were talking about this before. Uh, I was talking to Jenny before the show started about oh, about ice cream, which we'll get to later. I'm really excited about. It's Jenny Brittenbauer of Jenny's <laughs> Splendid Ice Cream. Um, and I was saying, oh, you know, I grew up in the South, and I in a, in a big sort of like Southern foodie family. Everything, but people love their bourbon, people love their beer. But beer was a big part of you know my relatives' lives. And then we moved to Eastern Europe when I was a kid, so I had this really weird juxtaposition of like southern beer culture which is is obviously its own thing and then we were living in poland and spending a lot of time in prague as well and that's when i started that's when i started developing my beer tastes and i gotta tell you against my better judgment all summer i've been drinking porters and stouts i'm a big fan of of dark beer in summer oh man me too schwartz beers dunkel lagers bellhaven belgian stouts does that have does that have a lot of calories is that like the isn't no it's it's, well it depends i mean you're the expert i'm not a nutritionist but i would say this i think that anything that's made from like whole ingredients that's made simply like a good craft beer it's probably better for you than coke or soda there are less calories in a pint of guinness than there are in a pint of orange juice i'll tell you that i want to bring this up in our third segment uh we're gonna we're gonna kick to our next segment though i'll take a break and talk to jenny brittenbauer from jenny splendid ice cream but i want to carry this through when we all talk together about the better um beers to use to make ice cream um so let's take a break we'll come back i'm going to talk to jenny morning after
were talking before with uh, Senora Carbone about just access that we have here, uh, you know, being in New York and all the events, specifically this time of year, summer into fall. Um, one of those events is happening, Meetopia. Um, um, speaking of Josh Orzowski again. Um, and uh, it brings in amazing individuals throughout the country who um, you may or may not hear from depending on, you know, their their PR machine or whatever it is or if you're you're caught up or you're reading eater.com um, and I'm really happy to have Jenny Brittenbauer from Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream in studio here for the week hey you know we almost blew away in that tornado last night at Metopia did you see that? <laughs> it's crazy oh you serious? it was are you ser- off the hook right? I mean the, the storm came in and you guys were and on almost an blew everything away and you were on an island oh man it was awesome and we so were- it was raining it was seriously like Woodstock I think right? <laughs> That's what Josh would say. Like this is the. Did yeah. it, so you guys were there, and it just came out. Of, I think that kind of came out of nowhere. That that right? It was like a little bit forecasted. Yeah, and it was funny because it was like you know you could see the weather rolling in, and then everybody started checking their phones, and then you got like the, the buzz all over the field was like twenty five minutes. We got twenty five minutes. The place is shutting down. Twenty five minutes. Everything's blowing away. Oh, so we were all Josh. like trying to eat and get serve everybody and do all that stuff, and then it happened, and everybody stayed, and everybody kept coming, and it was. A blast. Uh, that's the thing about having rain you know, it's all like, night. It's awesome. like planning a wedding. And, and there's a outside. fire. There was fire everywhere. I mean, because it was all the grills. Just flying. It looked like a Civil War camp. I thought you looked meant like fire. The hundred- like the fire had come. No, from right. no the it was high. It looked like it was going. It was blowing. To it was like in the hunger, It was awesome. like the Hunger Games. You know when she yes yes Katniss was running away. Um, by the check that movie. I know that's a really good movie. I don't know if anyone's. I know everyone. <laughs> I know everyone's seen it, but I like it. All right, so you're in New York City for the whole week, and the truck is. This is very popular everywhere. Um, the truck pops from place to place. Um, you update the location, possibly on the website, possibly on Twitter. And people come, but in this instance, we are offering gratis ice cream. Yep, we brought the the truck. We drove the truck. I mean, the truck was like fifty miles an hour. So driving it from Ohio um, took like two days, and we were like, got the truck here. Let's keep it here for for a week. We came in from Utopia, so decided we'd just stay. And um, we've got uh, scheduled stops at lots of um, retailers who carry our ice cream. So we're going to pull up outside and give ice cream away. Can Full you tell, scoops. Can not you tell samples. us some of those stops. Well, yeah. yeah. We're going to be at... <laughs> See, I don't <laughs> like, feel I'm so bad. <laughs> don't worry, I do that all the time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dean and DeLuca. Okay. Uh, Wait, which one? The one on Broadway? Madison Avenue. Okay. Actually, we'll be at uh, Soho, too. The one on Broadway in Prince is, uh, is like, to me, the, the the bigger one. I don't know. Probably, maybe it's well, not, but Grace's it's awesome. Well, is a new one for us, awesome. and that's going to be Great. fun. Um, we're all over. Um, Just foragers. all over. But so anyone can go online and look at You can at go this. online. Yeah, Jenny's Ice Cream's, um, you know, Twitter... Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you got, it's and, all over there. You'll find it after you find that you out. Got a really cute map too that you can find. You can also buy you overnight ice cream across the country. Well, yeah, we'll ship it right to you if you want. So I uh, today I'm feeling adventurous. I go online and I order some ice cream. It'll arrive tomorrow. I mean, did I meet the deadline, the overnight deadline from Ohio? Well, Isn't we're not going to ship on Sundays. Okay, our fulfillment uh, is closed on Sundays, but uh, we'll ship it on Monday. It'll probably get Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, yeah. So how do you get to this point where you're here? Oh, in Jenny's.com, by the way. J-E-N-I-S. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Columbus, Ohio. Talk to me uh, just about how the building up the business and the brand to this point where you're here now and sort of... Okay, well, uh, when we make our ice cream, I, first of all, I'm going to be 39 this month. Oh, my God. And I, was, I started making ice cream when I was 22. It's I the only it. thing I've ever done. Um, What'd you do before 22? 
I was in art school. Oh, where'd you go? Ohio State. Ohio, oh. Ohio, Ohio. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I um, okay, so. Everyone, by the way, everyone that lives in this neighborhood is from Ohio. Oh, I know. No Everybody one, lives, no one is from, this, is from Ohio. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just I'm so from you know. Columbus. I'm from Kentucky. We're neighbors. Well, yes, exactly. Every Yeah. Because everything south of Cincinnati is the south. That's right. <laughs> Ohio is everything. It's uh, it's the Midwest, it's the south, and it's the northeast. And it, it basically picks up presidents. And I'll tell you what, Columbus <clears throat> is the crossroads for those three regions. Um, we are surrounded by ag, of course. It's an ag state. And we benefit from that in the ice cream business. 65% of everything we do is directly derived from Ohio ag. And that's including that's awesome. the bourbon that we use to make, or the whiskey that we use to make um, our whiskey ice cream. Um, which is direct, which is made from Ohio red wheat, nice distilled from, um, and then we have lots of other contacts. I mean, so all grass pastured milk and cream from three small dairy farms. That's huge in the dairy business. You know, New York is a dairy state. That's awesome. Ohio is a dairy state, top five dairy state, but most of the states aren't. So getting, you know, single source dairy, single farm dairy, doesn't happen. You know, all yeah. milk is just commingled with big dairy stuff. Yeah, it just so gets that's so we always think our recipe starts with what the cows eat, and that's grass, which makes the best cream we start with raw milk um pasteurize it slowly and make our ice cream that way is this something that you when you were 22 you had that sort of mindset in place then or did this happen well, over yeah. the years? um i thought it'd be a lot easier i thought okay we're a dairy state i'm just gonna go walk up to a dairy and be like can i make ice cream out of the cream that you guys have right i mean you drive through the country you see all the happy cows grazing on grass and you're like i want those cows and i want to make ice cream out of that but that is not how the dairy business works and no. it took maybe 12 years I've worked with organic dairies, seen them come and go, creameries, and um, just been on this train, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. And now we work with this wonderful creamery called Snowville um, in southern Ohio, near Athens. And you get a delivery every day? Or like every... Pretty much pretty every much. day. We, we have a small kitchen with not a, lot of, not a lot of storage. So yeah, we're getting cream in all the time. How, so are you, now are, you, are you in the kitchen every day? I'm in one kitchen every day. I have, we have several. We have a, a test kitchen. A bakery, because we make all of our marshmallows, all the nuts, all the sauces, everything in our kitchen. Cookies for our sandwiches, everything. And then we have the ice cream kitchen, so I'm somewhere every day. Right. So you're pretty mobile. And how many people are, are underneath you? You have, I'm, I'm assuming, a small team of people manning each of those kitchens well, for you. So you We can, have kind of a big uh, team of people. Yeah, they're on, yeah, there's yeah. a picture of them online, we have a, right? There's we a have bunch of them. 60 people who work in our kitchen, in the ice cream kitchen. Okay. Okay, everything we do is handmade. Can we name them just to give... I'm kidding. Oh, you want to know them? You want to know their names? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I have them all on Facebook. I, have a, I wrote a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe 12, 15 people work in the, in the, um, the bakery. And then I have a, like, um, a, a really cool R&D team, about four people. Okay. What about um, the we, we have 10 stores Do you know that? I did not We have 10 um, ice cream shops uh, In In uh, Columbus One in Cleveland One in Nashville Nashville That's where my parents live Yeah well, I, Nashville's awesome I have been to your store in Nashville. Right on, See. in East Nashville. That's where it's my parents a, live, East Nashville. East Nashville is I the have best totally, place ever. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. You having sorry. a Kaiser Sose moment? I am. <laughs> I am having a nice cream revelation. Um, I try to have one of those at least once a day. Um, my parents live in East Nashville, and I was visiting them last Christmas, and we went to get ice cream, and the, as soon as we started talking today, I was like... I is it a cash-only yeah, business? No, was it, is it a cash-only? Is those like cash-only spots that you have? I'm just for my own little... Cash only? Like, ice cream places usually are cash, except you take credit cards and oh, yeah, debit we're cards pro. and stuff like we're that. Oh, yeah, we're pro. We're pro. We're pro, yeah. No, it, we, this is fantastic. And you know what I'm we do excited. really well? Service. I mean, um, that is so much a part, an important part of everything 
that we do. I think it's because we're from Ohio. We're just really nice. But service <laughs> is a very, very important part of our business. And we give, you know, samples. And, you know, we have unusual flavors. So we want people to try everything. Yeah, that's great. How well does the uh, the online sales business translate from what's happening in the shops? Is that like a completely different business? I mean, structurally yeah. it is. But like ter- in terms of like the stuff that you sell on there, what what are the more popular items? The popular flavors? On yeah, the- flavors or just in general. Well, salty caramel. Mr. I mean- Cookie Puss, for example, we have Carvel ice cream here in New York. Is that a real flavor? That's a that's a uh, ice cream cake that you get. You can get. You, do you remember? You know Tom Carvel, Carvel ice cream. Yeah, oh, yeah, Carvel was awesome. Are you from Jimmy? <laughs> I, that's oh. how um, the guy from Laboratorio del Gelato, John. He had found a Chalbella, and yeah. he grew up upstate, and his family had a, a Carvel, Carvel ice cream. Yeah, stand. it was like a. a Tri-state area thing. This guy would go on like cookie puss, and then you basically have an <laughs> ice cream cake, and it was shaped a weird-looking thing. But um, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, any, any other events that you're attending um, this week, or places that we could see you, or other uh, check-ins that you're doing other than the uh, the, the shop? I mean, the the truck going around. <clears throat> well. Um Warby Parker emailed us and we might just pop by their store. I mean, so email us. Maybe if we're in the neighborhood, uh, we'll pop by wherever you're at. I mean, who knows? Great. And if we're following you on Twitter, where should we check in? Are we, uh, we, there we go. We have a... Jenny's.com, Jenny's Ice Creams. Okay. You'll find us. What does it say on the, the screen that he's showing you? Find us on Facebook and Twitter with <laughs> the Jenny's Ice Cream username. There's an S on the end of Jenny's Ice Creams. Got to do that. And then uh, the hashtag Jenny's NYC. So just just to so it's Jenny's J E N I S. Yes. Ice creams plural. That's right. Okay. All right. We'll Great. take another Jenny's break. Ice plural. Let's open up the uh, the forum here. Let's uh, let's start a beer ice cream shop concept. I am. Oh, we so have an awesome beer down flavor. with that. Uh, let's take a break. Morning after.
We just got uh, Patrick Martins, founder, Heritage Foods USA, Heritage Radio Network, just popped in to check on us. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to open up the forum here, but I have a name of an ice cream blend that I'd like the three of us to work on. It's called Jimmy and Jenny's Columbus 43. All right. <laughs> it's a blend of uh, Ohio cream with uh, Carton Brewery Red Rye, and I'm looking for a third ingredient there. What, what can we get in that? I'll give it to I mean, the, the yeah. beer has a like, high IBU. It's, it's, it's a little hoppy. It's got some rye in it. Um, I was drinking a lot of it last night. So I don't know what what the ice cream part is. Well, I'll, t- hmm. I'll tell you what we're doing with the Yazoo, the cherry which smoke porter is bar nuts. So we're doing rosemary mm. bar nuts, which are awesome. They're like every nut that we already have in our kitchen, plus cayenne, brown sugar, salt, and rosemary roasted. Throw those in there. It was really good. I don't know. I have to think about that for a minute. Well, th- those flavors. So Maybe you don't need anything else in there. Just th- beautiful cream and. So those are the cream kind of beer. ice I think creams that's, that I think, you make. I think that's. I think that settles it. We have it right here. <laughs> All right. All right, let's put it in the production schedule here. All right. Well uh, done. Jimmy, you send over. Uh, do you do you prefer it in bottle? You just need the product. You need the raw beer form. Is it a specific format you like it in when you produce it, making ice cream? Do you like it in bottles? Do you like it in a growler? Do you? I mean, which is essentially do a bottle, but a bigger. Um, first of all, we don't need bubbles. So if we work directly with a, a brewery, we can get it in different, different states, right? Uh, because all the bubbles come out in the ice cream machine anyway. All right, Jimmy, get on so that. So you can we just put it in a... Thank you keg or something all right, right? so Easy. all right so we got to get the product to uh, do we ship them directly to columbus well you, you yeah. should talk to augie carton he's at at carton brewing that's his twitter and okay. uh i'm sure he'll jump right on this okay well this will be this will be fun we'll do and that. all the proceeds well i'd say 10 percent of the proceeds go to heritage radio network oh we'll just say i'll call it all of it oh everything goes there and it'll be a limited <laughs> release yeah um <clears throat> No, I think we're we're have an interesting um, dynamic here. We're talking about. You I mean you really have you have a business? You're a business owner, right? Yes. I mean, no, but we're talking. <laughs> not, not like Jenny. I don't have ten stores. <laughs> and, I mean, in the trust. past two weeks, we've had two conventions, two political conventions. It's not a political show, but we're talking about you know just ha- how to you know have a small business and make it work and stuff. Um, do you guys feel like you have all the support? Um, hey, we business? can talk politics for a second and sure. say at least... I'm Ohio, like, picks pre- Ohio picks presidents. Yes. Ohio picks presidents. And I'll tell you, one thing I that pissed me off is it. you didn't build that. I mean, I worked my ass off for the last 16 years to build this company with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And the community of Columbus, I'll tell you, if anybody wants to start a business, you go to Columbus because it will be... You got... I mean, it takes a community to raise a business. It takes so many things. So you're a Republican? No. Okay. <laughs> it takes a community unless oh. you're an Ivy League educated millionaire. Yeah. And then you can but pretty much do whatever you want you, by yourself. But no, yes, exactly. I think that exactly. was the sentiment. Yeah. Which is not true. You'd had so much help. Which I don't is understand it what at all. percentage of the population? Yeah, that's that's for small business owners. I, I feel like the the uh, collective sigh when all those comments were made. It was just like, oh, God. I like Clinton's speech last week. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Who awesome. didn't? Are you kidding me? It was like. It was like a Bill Pullman speech in Independence Day. We and will, ad-lib. and from now on, the Fourth of July will not just be an American <laughs> holiday. Sorry, I've a, I've, it's on TV every day. I'd like to, uh, to take this opportunity Day. for our listeners uh, because there are only three other lucky people in the studio right now that get to experience the fact that Jason Colucci is wearing a pair of red Ray Bans <laughs> and a backwards baseball cap. Yes, I am. And uh, there is. Um, I, f- I decided, you know, many. It took me to uh, show number forty-three to really commit to the, the look of. I'm the digging dress it, man. Here. Um, yeah, Ray-Bans. Uh, but I just bought them. They're not like a vintage or anything like that. Um, well, I always got them as a gift. Looking good. Fun. It's a good-looking <clears throat> crew on the show today. I gotta uh, say. 
So, thoughts, guys? Any final comments can we, here? Can we talk more about the beer ice cream? Thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, stop trying to take off our show. Your beer. We <laughs> um, yeah, please. Let's, 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 let's incubate this so, beer. So, when, when you make a beer ice cream, do you, do you reduce the ice cream to a syrup? The beer you make? Yeah, beer? when you um, I don't. I mean, I've, um, if that was... If I'm kind of going for that flavor profile, but I actually like the alcohol. I like it to be in the pure uh, state or whatever. Like I like the alcohol. I think you need to taste that to make it taste like beer. Otherwise, you end up with sort of a syrupy flavor, which is good too. It's a little more sort of yeasty or whatever, and it and it's just different. I don't do it that way. I think it hides the the flavor. I just put it right into the ice cream. But you've got to be careful because it's high in water and it will make it icy. So you, you know it's a balance. Ice cream making is just always about that balance. Are you able to ship it across uh, state lines if it has alcohol in it? Well, I'll tell you what, New York has the strongest laws. We end up making our ice creams in Ohio to New York laws. Um, so it's only allowed like one percent or whatever alcohol. So we really have to watch that. But in in Ohio and uh, other places, we can we can go much higher. You can get ice cream drunk. Yeah. Which for me is pretty much the ultimate state of bliss. Would be. Well, right. I've never experienced <laughs> it myself, but I feel like that would be it. Do the uh, Jimmy? Does the beer community? Um, do you, what sort of things does the beer community frown upon that beer companies are doing now? Um, I really talk more about the craft beer scene. I don't really talk so much no, about. I, the well, big you guys company. are the highbrow community, yeah. so what do you guys laugh <laughs> at? Uh, <laughs> like for me, I go to a restaurant and uh, they hand me a, a menu with pictures on it. I kind of laugh at that a little bit. Well, the, the big thing is, is just having real craft brand. It's not having like things that are owned by Anheuser Busch on your list or you know Pabst Blue Ribbon. And there's a lot of places. My pet peeve is are places that are draft, not craft. So you've got a place with 10, 20 draft lines, and, they give and them most all of them, them yeah. they're just regular beers that you can get anywhere. And there's so many great, whether in your, and you're in Ohio or anywhere, every state, every region, definitely every city has really good small breweries. And um, that's the message we try to say is, you know, drink local, embrace your small breweries. And people are doing it. Pe- people are into it. I think it's more in, in the, uh, every, the common knowledge now, but when um, I think Coors Light does a marketing campaign for Blue Moon, which is essentially owned by that company, um, and approaches, like, sort of your, you know, tries to hit that demographic that's buying... Uh, I just don't pay attention to it. I mean, no, but if these, anything, they I try- really don't. We just, I just try to focus on, on getting good beer, like and meeting someone like Jenny that you know sh- she's making really great ice cream. Like I just want to try the ice cream. So where are you going to be I'm tonight? So I want some ice right cream. Now. Yeah, what's going on? Right here. I'm going to try to get that truck to come over here to Roberta. You come to the Heritage Radio Network party. Yeah. I, I want to try your ice cream. We're going to see if we can make it happen. So yeah, but so with, with beer, like the industry. I mean, I would tell you things that I've had problems with like a few years ago we did a, a, a summer promotion and tried to call it bike to the bars and i was new then to all the beer industry things and i really got thumbs down people said you really shouldn't be promoting riding a bike and drinking yeah. beer and i thought well this yeah. is kind of european this is cool you can ride from vineyard to vineyard why can't you ride from one bar and have you know beer then ride again you know uh, that was the only thing i ever got the real thumbs down on it came back i mean the, the times interviewed me and the next year they followed up and then they wanted to know suddenly i was lumped in with a group of oh do you have any really bad stories about riding a bike drunk and i just said i don't but <laughs> So when th- th- we could talk about that, I guess people do have good stories about that. So when can our listeners tune into your show? We're every Tuesday at five o'clock on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. It's uh, at beer underscore sessions, and um, we love being on Heritage Radio Network. And your uh, establishment in the city, where my I own Jimmy's Number Forty Three. Okay. It's Jimmy's Number Forty Three dot com. We're in the East Seventh Street in the East Village, in the heart of the Brewmeter Triangle. We're neighbors with uh, Burp Castle <laughs> Standings. <laughs> We're on the mixed so it's the Bermuda Triangle. That's us. Um, <clears throat> Jenny, anything from on your end that you wanted to uh, to plug before before we say goodbye here? 
no, I hope to see everybody, <laughs> everybody in New York on the streets the next week. Yeah, look it up, Jenny's Ice Creams. That's right. I'm into it. Miss Tulloch? <sighs> I have so have many feelings. How many, how many? Oh, no, I know I have a quick thing. I have a quick pl- thing coming up. Plugs? If anyone's interested, just one. I'll keep it to one. Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I've been doing the show at the People's Improv Theater for the last two months called Parade Away with Oscar and Jen with my dear friend Oscar Montoya, fabulous New York City comedian. Uh, we just got accepted into New York City Sketch Festival at the Pit, which is exciting, and we will be appearing in that festival on Friday, October twelfth, uh, at midnight. It's a late one. Uh, but there is a bar. Uh, anyway, it's a big sketch fest. It's first year the Pitt's hosting it um, in the sort of sketch improv uh, comedy world. It's it's a it's a pretty cool thing, and I'm really excited about the show. It's it's pretty irreverent and silly. But any new impersonations you're working on? Let's hey, you see. know you do. Is it Laura Linney? Is that the one that you? Well, I did. I, I'm trying to think. On this show, we've done no, Holly Hunter, no, Holly Bjork, Hunter. I, no, yeah. Queen Latifah. Can you, give me a little, can you do a little Holly Hunter? I like Holly Hunt when you do Holly Hunter. If you want to talk about ice cream, we can talk about ice cream. <laughs> but, you know, sweetheart, if you want to get into that, then I'm going to have to start talking about other things. You know, like beer and. Because <laughs> uh, I like that impression because no one does Holly, Holly Hunter. I think that's. <laughs> I did. I, I did a video once of Bjork and uh, Holly Hunter playing charades, which got a little off hand. But anyway, uh, People's Improv Theater, the New York City Sketch Festival, Friday, October twelfth. Come check it out. Patrick Martin's just frowning upon us right now. I see him. Oh. Like he missed that death stare. Okay, Patrick. <clears throat> uh, I am Jason Colucci. This is the morning after. Tune in. Every Sunday, 3 p.m., Heritage Radio Network. Um, you can follow us on Facebook the morning after. Follow me on Twitter, at the Jason Colucci. See you soon. Beer. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. On Beer Sessions Radio, we gather every week to celebrate our favorite beverage and the people who make it. It's a clubhouse for brewers, and we love tasting and talking beer, ale, lambics. If it's yeasty, bubbly, or hoppy, we want to try it and tell you about it. If you want to be a member of our club, too, support the station and hit the donate button on our webpage at heritageradionetwork.org.